Welcome to the MacArthur Memorial Podcast. Located in Norfolk, Virginia, the MacArthur Memorial is a museum and research center dedicated to the life and legacy of General of the Army Douglas MacArthur. The memorial is also dedicated to preserving and presenting the story of the millions of men and women who served with General MacArthur. Each month, the staff of the memorial will use this podcast to explore topics relating to General MacArthur and his times. The 26th of January marks the birthday of General Douglas MacArthur. It is also Australia Day. On January 26, 2017, the MacArthur Memorial partnered with Air Vice Marshal Alan Clements, head of the Australian Defense Services in Washington, D.C., to mark each of these significant occasions. As part of the program, MacArthur Memorial Archivist James Obel gave a very short address on the ties between General MacArthur and Australia. I am profoundly grateful for your Prime Minister's thoughtful invitation to address my friends and comrades in arms of Australia on this Australia Day, which happily and significantly coincides with my own birthday. The world will long remember the magnificent manner in which you gallantly, with your allies, took your stand as the enemy hordes bore down the Southwest Pacific, with your great cities on the timetable of his seeming irresistible advance. The world will long remember the indomitable spirit and the carefree buoyancy with which your soldiers, airmen, and seamen audaciously and with song on their lips and steel in their hearts went forth to turn that advance, oblivious to odds, oblivious to personal sacrifice, and imbued only with the firm determination that on Australian soil the enemy should not pass. The fruit of that determination is now history, history which finds striking proof and that I today address you from the heart of our former enemy's empire. Many of those gallant men have now with war's end returned to homes and civil pursuits, but they have returned with the same noble and indomitable spirit which characterized them under war's supreme test. And by that same spirit, and with that same ringing determination, they shall carry Australia forward to high destiny. It is a cause for deep satisfaction for me to look forward to the day not long hence when Australian forces will land on Japanese soil to renew the bonds of comradeship in the responsibility of joint occupation, bonds which firmly united our two peoples during the campaigns which made the occupation possible bonds which in their spiritual value will go far toward charting a course to lasting peace among the peoples of the Pacific Basin. I salute Australia and Australia's sons and daughters with the affection which alone springs from those grave responsibilities and trials we have in the past shared in common cause. Those are the words of Douglas MacArthur, broadcast through Australia about 71 years ago today. And from them, you can really see how MacArthur felt about Australia and Australians. And that's why it is such an honor for us to have you here on the 229th anniversary of Arthur Phillips' raising of the Union Jack in Sydney and Douglas MacArthur's 137th birthday. The relationship between our countries really began with Douglas MacArthur and Prime Minister John Curtin. When Douglas MacArthur arrived in Australia after escaping the doomed Philippines in March of 1942, Curtin knew 
that with MacArthur, he had the U.S.'s backing. And he knew that Australia was going to survive. MacArthur, on the flip side of the coin, felt the same thing. He knew that as long as he had Curtin's backing, his position was strong, and he had a strong base to attack with the Japanese. It wasn't always a rosy relationship. MacArthur's relationship with many of the commanders was always strained. Uh, none of those commanders were yes-men. Blamey, Herring, Clowes. They would all speak their minds. I think uh, Blamey's most famous time was uh, late uh, 1942 when he went to ask MacArthur replacements. And MacArthur said, well, I'll send up an American regiment. And Blamey said, no, I'd rather have Australians. At least I know they'll fight. MacArthur had to swallow hard on that one, but that was the truth. Australia was able to move in those early days when the Japanese were coming and the Americans weren't ready yet. American and Australian soldiers, they could get in some intense brawls in the streets. Battle of Brisbane, most known among all. So like I said, it wasn't all rosy. But it's like MacArthur said in late 1943 that without the Australians, all would probably have been lost in the Pacific. Now the truth is that during World War II, respect and interdependence between our countrymen, it got a lot stronger the closer you got to the front. That is where the relationship between our two nations was forged. Buna, Gona, Sanananda, Nadzab, Ley, Salamawa, Bismarck Sea, Finchhaven. Australians and Americans really came to depend and actually like who had their flank or their rear. And it's the experience of World War II which is the foundation of that trust between us. And that carried on through the occupation of Japan, Korea, Vietnam, Gulf War, and most recently in Iraq and Afghanistan. It's Australia Day and it's MacArthur's birthday. And we come to celebrate both, but mostly we come to celebrate that friendship between our two countries. You won't find any other institution in the United States where the study of Australia is more strong because you won't find another institution in the United States that has more information about the military history of Australia from 1942 to 1951. And I doubt anywhere else you'll find or learn faster that without Australia, the Japanese might have kept going. We welcome all of you, and we look forward to a strong future of continuing to foster that relationship between our two countries. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please feel free to contact Amanda Williams at amanda.williams at norfolk.gov.